Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the Reality Blows podcast. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley McRoberts. This is the only podcast that talks about reality TV that's on the internet. That's right. If you're looking for reality TV controversy, commentary sorry can we start again Were you gonna I, say controversy? I don't know what i'm gonna say let's start again let's start again <laughs> what kind of con that was fun i like what that beginning. were you gonna say controversy i was gonna say um commentary oh okay because like it you were really hitting it you were like this is the only if you're looking for reality controversy <laughs> look i don't want to talk about it anymore because that means that you're going to include it in the podcast Welcome to Reality Blows. I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. I'm Nick Maritato. And this is the only podcast in the world that talks about reality television. Nice, Ash. <laughs> and if you're looking for reality, then that's exactly what you're going to get. Commentary. <laughs> Commentary on reality shows. Um, but seriously. But seriously. Nick and I talk about reality television, also our lives. And this episode, what, what we have a special treat at the end of this episode, don't oh, we, my right. friend? Ashley, I almost forgot. Yes. Ashley. Um, uh, I have some intel. She has done some crazy digging, and she's about to drop a bombshell regarding uh, one of the greatest reality shows that's on television right now, uh, some of the biggest stars involved in that. So you guys are really going to want to stick around to the end of this podcast, and please do not skip ahead. You're not going to want to miss the rest of this pod, but please do not turn this off a second early because Ashley's about to drop a bomb. A bomb. A big one. We were blown away. Yeah. We did. We had to cut off all electronics, turn off the lights, light a candle, stare into each other's eyes, and try and digest this through conversation because it blew our minds. You know, I think Ashley might be overselling it. Oh, uh, fuck. Only by a little, <laughs> though, because it is really good. But we'll, Okay, we'll save it for the end. We'll more save on it for that the later. That's uh, inside information. <laughs> uh, but on today's show, the meat of today's show, uh, hopefully, uh, who knows, we may both perspire before uh, it's perspire? I don't Ex know. Expire? Expire? Yeah. <laughs> we, might, we could do both. Honestly, who I'm knows already what's doing happen. one. You guys, we're having a day. We're having um, a day. It is Sunday. It's the first day that we've had off together since the vacation. Oh, um, God. So usually we have some bullshit going on during the day. And you know what? We did have some horse shit uh, happening today that ended up being canceled. We were going to play for the second time ever for me and Ashley. Dungeons and Dragons. Well, it's the I've played it before. It's the second time what? you and I have ever played I just it together. Spilled my fucking Lacroix all over <laughs> myself with learning this new information. You played D and D before the time that we played D and D oh, for the first on. time. Yeah, when? come on. We've talked about that. I don't don't remember this at all. The point is, is that we had a D and D game to play, and. It was canceled. So it we were was like, canceled. We were like, the day's free. What are we going to do? We'd already watched a ton of reality television yesterday. That's basically what we did all night. I had a show, but it was, uh, it was my favorite kind of show. One that starts at six thirty and is over by nine. So I was home by I. I was home by 9.30. And if you guys are just tuning in, uh, um, a lot of our blowhards know Ashley is part of a cabaret, 
where she does some dancing and what else? Is it magic tricks? Yeah, I have cats jump through hoops mm-hmm. and I can swallow steak knives. Not steak knives. Not swords. Really, really tiny ones. <laughs> yeah, just little <laughs> tiny steak knives. Um, and that's my act. Um, well, you know, uh, I guess before we drop a huge bombshell on everybody, I don't want to keep talking about it, but uh, and we also, uh, before we, I don't know, uh, uh, perspire and expire we should probably uh, let these fine folks know what we're going to be talking about today uh netflix got a whole bunch of uh, new crap on there like it always does but something that ha- was immediately promoted to my account which is either ashley's mom's account or my mom's account i don't know which one's on the roku netflix is my mom hulu is you hbo yeah. is your mom but and- on my phone and laptop it's my mom's account I just want to say real quick the three shows we're going to talk about, just in case anyone's listening. And you guys, like, we're going to get to it. We're going to talk about X on the Beach. We're going to talk about Cooking While High. What was it called? It's called Cooking on High. Cooking on High. And then we're going to talk about Family Feud, Celebrity Family Feud, but we don't know what order we're going to talk Who in. Who knows? And then the other thing we're going to talk about is my freaking secret. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ashley's, got a huge, Ashley's got a huge reality news bomb to drop on everybody. It's going to blow your mind. <clears throat> now, uh... Yesterday, we were looking for something, and um, I was like, you know what, Ash? How about I choose a show to watch that we've never watched before, and then you choose a show to watch that we haven't seen before, and then we'll compare notes, and we will watch them together, and Ashley agreed to this. So the first thing that- And the idea was that it would be democratic, and we could just- or I don't know if that's democratic. It's not democratic. <laughs> it's the opposite of democratic. The idea is that it was an agreement to go with whatever Nick picked and whatever I picked. And we're, you know, when we get to my part- um, I was excited to pick the show that I picked, but I didn't actually pick it. Nick picked it. He was like, oh, we got to watch that. And well, so that happened to my come on, turn. Come on. Um, because I wanted to watch a like crazy design reality show that was like uh, magnificent designs. It was British. I was like, yes, let's get into these weird houses. And then Nick was like, that's not really a reality show. It's more of a documentary. And all of a sudden became very nitpicky with what counts as a reality <laughs> well, show. it's interesting that you say this because I don't know what constitutes as reality uh, capital R. You know what I mean? Like, if Yeah, you- we ran into this problem. We wanted to watch new reality shows, and what we ended up watching was a cooking show and a game show. Right. But they were both under the reality TV genre. On Hulu. Yeah. Yeah, and so, I don't know, guys. Maybe you can weigh in. What is What constitutes a reality show? Does it always have to be older women fighting? Is that <laughs> the me, only I'd way? For me, I'd prefer it. But I think for... Um, this podcast because it's endless you know we're just going to constantly have to be finding new things and things to watch i think we have to cast the widest net as possible and and using something like a just the widest netist the widest net as possible i think we have to use like the reality genre on a netflix or a hulu and whatever that gives us i think constitutes as a reality show for reality blows I'm okay. i love that i love just yeah. giving power to the authority and the sure. authority here is netflix and hulu algorithm algorithms because i think uh, a house show you know where yeah. you're doing construction to me that is like a uh, home improvement show you know yeah but it's also a reality show that show that i wanted to watch was under reality yeah so if we are going to give it to them uh then we got to really give it to them well that's what i'm saying but also they put hulu puts all of their game shows under reality is that a reality show or is that a 
game show. I don't you know, know. I, don't I guess know. maybe the subgenre being game show. Do people have to live together for it to be a reality show? Like, is mm. the reality show, you know, um, American Idol? Is that a reality show? Well, or is that a, a competition, competition show? show? Yeah. So Amazing Race. But then, is Survivor a reality show or a competition show? It's. I would say Survivor is more of a reality show than. Um, American, uh, Idol. American Idol because you are documenting somebody living right and then reality is kind of like but it's not reality isn't necessarily documentary those are two different things what do you think about project a I'm involved for people who are just tuning in with a project it's uh we can't really talk about it but it's called project a and it is a documentary but I yeah, I think it, it a- veers a- on actually reality. it's gonna be in a docu-series and as we've talked about before the producers of this docu-series scoff at the word reality. So they wouldn't consider what you were doing reality. They think it probably has a little bit more merit. Yeah. But, and maybe they're right, uh, you know, depending on how the finished product uh, comes out. But I I don't know. A docu-series, like, so uh, Breaking Bonaducci, right? Yeah. That was Danny Bonaducci's reality show that was on VH1. And it was about him, you know, going off the wagon and he had a, he has anger problems and they're just following him around. Um, that was, I believe, called a docu-series when it was out. That is very much a reality show. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it was, it was, you know, produced at times, It you know, but but then like uh, My Favorite Brady or whatever, which was on before or after that show, was, was a reality show and it was just about two people living their lives. I think when things skew serious, possibly. Yeah they throw the docu-series under it where it's not for just general entertainment. Even though, let's be honest, we're watching those shows for entertainment. I'm not learning anything out of a docu-series. Usually it's more like, oh boy, this person's life is fucked up. Let's never forget Robin China. Robin China, a docu-series? Was that, correct me if I'm wrong, Mm -hmm. that was billed as a docu-series. It was billed as a docu-series. It was nothing different than how they filmed Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and yet they're trying to say that there's more merit in this because it's short-lived. I don't know. I don't know. We don't know. We need someone to tell us. But regardless, we watched a game show and a a cooking competition show. So So the first show, so Nick picked first, and he picked Cooking on High. Cooking on High. The premise being it's a cooking competition show but everybody is cooking marijuana. They're, they're, they're making edibles, but not just like a brownie or a cookie or something no, like that. Gourmet edibles. Gourmet meals yeah. uh, for two judges. And uh, it's what I liked about it immediately was the fact that episodes were 15 minutes long. I mean, give us more of that format. I, I did love it, although... This was... This was I am speechless it, with this show. It was so low production. We watched one and a half episodes. We couldn't get through the second 15 Ashley, minutes. Ashley refused to get through the second episode. You guys, it was bad. Yeah, but I mean, before that, basically the format would be like a chopped if there was only one um, one level. So like your first cook on chopped uh, they both would pick like what they were gonna make. They explained what they were. Then they would make it. You'd get your uh, host riffing with your celeb judges, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they would be done making their food, and then they'd serve their food, and yeah. then the judges weighed in, and whoever they chose, whoever got the highest score, was the uh, winner of the competition. It was over. Just one one level. One level. One meal. They won the golden pot. Um, and they, these are my problems with it in no particular order. One, judges, 
not qualified. No qualifications for these judges right. besides be a rapper or be a comedian. Right. Um, second problem. The person who seemed to know the most, they had like a weed, a cooking weed expert guy. What was his name, Nick? I believe his name is Ngaio Bilum. Okay. So um, they had who is a stand who was or, and quite possibly is a stand up comedian turned, I believe, like a pot activist. He knew so much. So he was much. the only he was the anchor of this show. Right. And yet he didn't eat any of the food. He didn't eat any of the food. So it was like just watching people who are like, I guess their expertise is the fact that they smoke pot, yes. I think. And although they never really said much like that. It was more like, So how do you think you're gonna hold up? And then the the uh, comedian and or rapper would be like, I'm high now and then yeah. it'd be like, Okay, great. Yeah. Good pre interview. Third problem I have with it, the whole point of the edible game, as far as I'm concerned, because there used to be a, um, a a private little show that would happen around Brooklyn about once a month that was like a dinner club, and I, I definitely performed um, at it a few times. You may or may not have performed. I may or may not have performed at it a few times with my cat act. Um, but what, what they would do is it would be in someone's house and people would pay like 50 bucks and then they would have a gourmet meal cooked with weed and then there would be a comedy show. Yeah. And I took, what I took away from that experience from May, from possibly going to it or possibly not going to it was that, uh, the point of edible food when it's gourmet like that is to not taste like pot and give you a very clean high. So like feeling not sluggish, but feeling just kind of uh, a, a good clean high. So this is my problem with that show is that they ate both meals back to back. So right. there's no way to judge the high that they're getting off one meal or the other because someone could have cooked all the, you know, uh, THC out of something and they wouldn't know because they're getting high off the other meal. Also, the the show, they'd cook their, you know, the one that we watched through, it was ba- they did brunch kind of. It was like a lunch thing. Yeah. Each of there was two cooks back to back, two chefs, and uh, that's in, in competition. There's only two people in competition with one another, so it truly is like the final round of chopped. Yeah, but it's not chopped because they provide their. It's the final round of like a master chef or something, um, and then uh, what they only graded the stuff on the the taste of, right. the, of the of the meal so what's the point of it being called cooking on high you're i know not, you're not grading the high you're getting at, from it at one point the host looked over at like the rapper guy and was like you look pretty happy right now and the guy's like yeah but yeah. like you'd think if if it was me and i was setting this thing up i would have them you know cook their meal they'd eat the meals they base things off of you know they base the first round of points off of taste alone yeah and then they'd come back in an hour and then they'd ask them so how do you feel and then one of them would be like i'm not high at all i guess you couldn't tell because they ate them back to it back, would have to right? be that's what i'm saying so it would have you're to be right, like a two-day right. event yes because because like how would you know like who's yeah. whose marijuana was working better exactly that's the, what i'm saying so it kind of like defeats the whole purpose yeah, of the, the show there's no reason to have the marijuana involved no reason at all and then the fourth thing the fourth problem i had with this show is that it looked like it felt like it looked like it had been filmed all in one day with the smallest budget possible because there were so many editing slips um i saw a camera i saw a boom mic i saw a i saw something that blew my mind because it made me rethink all cooking shows which is uh, a cut to the last 10 seconds where they go okay you have 10 more seconds and then one of the cooks who's just standing there very nonchalantly pulls a spoon out of her uniform and starts 
aggressively ladling food, like sauce under her food, right. which means that they had paused her they had stopped her and been like wait for the last 10 seconds yeah dress, before you do this dress your plates at the last 10 seconds so it looks like it's coming down to the wire exactly and and honestly uh now when you think about it it does seem to come down to the wire quite a bit on some of these it's shows it's always coming down to the wire except for on the great british bake-off because there's always someone that's just like i'm done right and they're well, just sitting there that's the greatest cooking competition of all planet. time we all know that reality show or not yeah and all those people seem high so it's all good but yeah, I agree with you. It was it did sort of ruin the magic a little bit. And yes, after that first episode, I was like, boy, even though this is half the amount of time that a show like this would normally take to watch, it did not feel like it. Right. They had nothing to do. They had nothing to talk to one another about. And right. It was, um, you know, and, and it also looked like they had rented out like the smallest space possible to film no this show. Room. And no yet this room. is a Netflix original. I mean, this is a, you know... I, you throw that Netflix uh, sticker on on the cover of these things, and you and you think that you're going to get a certain amount of quality. And honestly, this felt very low budget, and it wasn't very good. Tiniest little kitchen I've ever seen. And um, you know, I would be remiss to say that um, there was a male and a female cook in the beginning, and the male cook was stationed with the judges and the host, who were three men, and he was like talking to them and having. Banter while the female cook was like on another station away from them. And I was like, so the male cook just gets to, you know, get it like have fun and use his personality to possibly win this while the female cook was not part of the boys club. It did stand out to me. Yeah. Um, and then I will say the only highlight was that comedian and friend Ramon Rivas was on the show. And I was like, oh, there's Ramon. And so that was fun because he was fun. But I was like, if he had not been on that first episode, I would have stopped watching it within the first five minutes. Right. Why did we turn the second episode off? You, I, you refused. I, I, I honestly, I, I just could not keep watching it. There was nothing to keep me anchored to it. The first episode, I was anchored because of Ramon, because I was felt like I was watching a car accident, and also because they had just like the worst rapper I've ever seen. I don't know what that guy's deal was. He like freestyled before about eating edibles, and I was oh, like, man, Oh man, that was so tough. He's like, Yeah, you're a rapper, huh? He's like, Well, what, you got some bars for us right now, and then the guy was like. Do I have some bars? Yo, my name is Rapper Guy. I'm here to say I got a big old belly and I want to get high. Is that enough rap for you? And everybody's like, yo, let's cook. <laughs> nah, I mean, I, I felt like the, the other two, Ramon and the host, kind of reacted to it like, Okay, well, um, and now we'll cook. <laughs> he was like, well, they did put that guy in the fucking spot. Yeah. Let's be honest. Most uh, rappers these days, and this guy was a young white rapper. Um, young? Would you use that word, young? He looked like mid-30s. Mid, well, mid to late. I would say he probably lived a, lives a pretty party-filled life. He's and he's wearing probably, a fedora. He's probably mid-20s. Probably no. mid-20s. I bet she's probably mid-20s. I will bet you. I will bet you $10. Let's shake on it right now on the podcast. I'm not shaking on anything. $5? Nope. Uh, you know I'm right. That's nope. the problem. Mm -mm. Thank God they didn't ask Ramon to tell a joke. You know? Yeah, that, <laughs> like, that would have been tough. Yeah. Like, now tell a joke about eating pot. Did seem like he fit a joke in. 
There was a moment where he had a line like pretty stored up and it was probably the only levity. I can't really remember what it was. Might have been the only levity to the entire 15 minutes. Yeah, he was he he acted like a little bit of a professional in the sense that it seemed that he was prepared with some like funny lines. Um, But now the rapper did come in and uh, score the win for the the female chef. Right. um, Who uh, we were we were both pulling for at the time. Yeah. So I was pulling for her because her her food looked better and she also i felt was isolated from the group so i was like <laughs> she better win yeah and she did and, and she it was did win. it was all because of that rapper now here's what i'm wondering so i've i've been a couple of time um a couple of times i've been a judge in this big live show it's like a huge dance dance competition that they have in new york um sometimes at the pit i don't remember the name of it but i know that me and the other I shouldn't even say this. I'm gonna, I'll say it. Me and the other judges in the past have rigged it in some way so that we're not hurting people's feelings so that someone that we know should be the clearer winner only wins by like one point. You know what I mean? So everyone's not getting like fives. They're getting eights or nines. Um, and I was wondering if you thought this was rigged. The way this panned out, I feel like it was not rigged uh, uh, just because it did seem like a surprise. And the guy who the rapper who put up his spatula that had the winning number on it uh, did look like he really came through at the very end. Yeah, he was waiting to drop a bomb. Also, she cooked some sort of a fish fillet, like a cod or something. And he, while he's eating it, is like, yo, man, I have never eaten fish before. (laughs) And then he's munching on it. Which was a lot of fun to watch this guy eat his first yeah. fish sandwich. He's like, I'm going to eat fish from now on. Yeah, he's like, dude, I'm now going to eat. And then he was basically like, that was the best sandwich I ever ate. And it opened up my eyes to uh, a whole food group I never wanted to give a fucking chance. So uh, I, I, that was the best sandwich. And then uh, You know what, guys? We're wrong. This show was great. It was great. You <laughs> Go guys watch should watch it. We should wa- Actually, we're going to stop and watch the, the rest <laughs> of the nine minutes that we have left on episode two. A man learned to eat fish a man you know teach a man to fish and he'll eat forever <laughs> feed a man pot fish and he'll win you the game yeah and that's what they say that's that the is what they the say always um so then it was my turn to pick a show so we went to reality shows and you are you guys already know i tried to pick the world's greatest design designs which was like house designs you know the type like you know tree type. houses or like weird globe like glass globes on a cliff or you know hanging you know studios from tree tr- not, you get it you get it you weird get it. houses weird houses that's what i wanted to watch coming to the wb and nick was like that's not really a reality show though. no 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 okay that's maybe not really a reality i maybe said show. that but really what i was thinking and i did express myself afterwards and i believe you agree with me we had just done an episode on tiny houses i didn't know if i had it in the tank today to talk more about a house show fair but you know what this is an infinite podcast and god damn it ashley we'll watch that show we will okay and so instead of watching that we watch nick's second pick for the night <laughs> well, come on which was um i brought your atten- family feud i brought your attention to it but babe, you knew that was the choice babe, to make you how, knew it how could i say no to kardashians versus west yes okay like no one's saying no to the kardashian family going against yeah, the west family and you would have never known if i hadn't pointed it out yeah, to you i still your second pick which means i get two i have two picks in the chamber never i'll never do that two 
picks I'll, I'll never in agree. the chamber. Hey, guys, I just want to take a quick moment right now to remind you that I do have a bomb to drop later in this wow. episode. Oh, my <laughs> Lord, guys. Are you guys buckled in? Are we selling this too hard? I don't think so. Uh, get ready. I hope you're sitting on the edge of your seat yeah. wondering what the fuck Actually, it could be. Actually, you know what? Stand the fuck up. Yeah, stand, stand up. up for the rest of this episode. <laughs> we don't want to put anybody in danger. Bombs could go off at any moment. Okay, so that brought us to Celebrity Family Feud. It was the Kardashians versus the West. On the West side was Kanye, Kim, Kanye's um, cousin, a female cousin. I don't remember her name, but she was very fun. Then Kanye's other two cousins. Yeah, one two was an architect. Yeah. I don't remember what the last one did. Um, and then the Kardashian family was Kris Jenner, matriarch. Um, MJ, the grandmother who was playing in tandem with Kris Jenner. It was odd. Khloe Kardashian, um, Kendall Jenner. Then a cousin, an older woman cousin, blonde lady. She must have been featured on Keeping Up with the Kardashians at some point. But Steve Harvey goes, everybody's favorite cousin from Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And I was like, who in the hell is this lady? Well, we've missed a lot of that show. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a lot of blind spots there. And hey, stuff that we're going to have to get back and explore for the show at some point. Because between the two of us, we've watched probably the first six or seven seasons so you would think that at some point we would have seen this favorite cousin. I don't. Well, there's like 14 seasons or something. Yeah, maybe they so. bring her on later. Of course they do. I mean, this show was filmed only a couple of days ago. You know what I mean? A couple of weeks ago. And so. then the uh, last person in the Kardashian family was the food god, Jason Chobin. Chobin. Chobin or something. Chobin. I've seen him on that show. Oh, yeah. He's all up and down that yeah. show we were and little... he's named himself the food god you know that right uh, i think i've heard that yes he's been try. he's been like angling for a food show for quite some time and that he was guy. very happy to be there oh my god he was so happy uh but yeah and i'm not too sure this might maybe the first time in uh celebrity family feud uh history where like an extended family played one another we don't know that yeah kanye uh kim and kanye wanted to know if that was the case on the show while this was happening. Now, here's what's fantastic about this show is I've watched a lot of Family Feud in my day. I have not seen any celebrity Family Feud, so maybe it's a lot like this. I don't know that I'm going to dip back in and check it out, but what I liked about this was Kim and Kanye were playing this show. They said in the beginning of the show that they watched this show every single night. They were so excited, mostly Kanye, to be playing Family Feud. I've never seen a happier Kanye in my life. It was almost like they brought Family Feud to his home. It, like, was, un- it was at times unnerving. It was infectious. <laughs> yeah. I-, I got happy at times, and then I got worried at times. The it, pendulum swung back and forth. It was pretty incredible because like, uh, they were just so excited to like do all the things that yeah. you do when you play Family Feud. Yeah. Uh, a couple of fun highlights uh, were when it, you know, they went to that you know uh where you start the game off with one person from each side from each family goes and they uh, have to guess one thing and if you get it then you get to take that back that question back to your family and then you have to answer all the questions and not get three x's so uh the west side of the family wins it goes to uh kanye gets it it was a fun question too 
the first question was <laughs> what um what makes steve harvey so kissable yeah what <laughs> what makes you think steve harvey is a great kisser something like that and kanye immediately hits the button and goes lips <laughs> and it was a great moment and he was the number one answer kissable lips and then they go and they play this thing and then they you know kim's kim answers kim's something answer was bad kim's answer was her his height he's tall he's tall it was an ex but then um the the first cousin the female cousin answers and i believe he says is sexy bald head yeah sexy bald head <laughs> and then steve harvey and her had like a long back oh and man forth. steve ate this one up so hard it was crazy but when he said sex when she said sexy bald head uh that's when kanye leaned over to the family and and just and reminded them hey listen when when they say a good answer everybody's got to go good answer good answer <laughs> and, cl- and clap good answer and it was really fun because uh, Steve turned around to Kanye and he was like, well, you really do watch this show. That is what you're <laughs> supposed to do. And and Kanye was so excited to be able to participate in the good answers. Yeah. Like he was like, this, I, if we're playing Family Feud, we're playing Family Feud. It like, reminded me of like the, hey, bada, 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 like the stuff yeah. that your team has <laughs> yeah, to he do. He just wanted to do all of <laughs> it. Hey, bada, bada, He's bada, like, listen, bada. if we're doing this, I'm bringing you guys on the show, like we're doing this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he would he would lead the good answer. He'd lean down and look at everybody good and answer, clap. Good, good answer, answer, good, good answer, answer, good answer. Oh, we forgot one thing, which is that when Steve Harvey was introducing them, he said the only families that refuse used to wear name tags right um or th- what he said was the only family that does families that don't need to wear name mm. tags mm. uh and they were all decked out in like uh like they were calabasas well. life yeah. of pablo like kanye west like fashion yeah i haven't watched any of the other celebrity family feuds and i don't know whether or not they're wearing name tags I suspect they are, and that the Wests and the Kardashians were like, we're not putting holes through our nice clothing. Right, right. Or not holes, but sticky. Yeah. We're, yeah. You know what? We're not going to fuck up our outfits for yeah. this. Uh, yeah. You guys you guys made a huge score by getting the, these families to play one another. I think you're just going to let us do what we want. Uh, and I thought it was a t- I would have let them do whatever the hell they wanted. Of course. Uh, so, um, yeah, I mean, that, this was this was a, a pretty much a laugh riot through the whole thing. And Steve was on Steve was on fire. Uh, we uh, it, it's tough to talk about family feud, celebrity or not these days to not mention the uh, amazingness of Steve Harvey. Sure. The man's had some issues uh, backstage with uh, some people. Apparently, he's he wrote a letter to uh, his staff telling them to not look at him when he walk when he's walking around. You know that type of shit. Also, I believe he said that. Uh, um, yeah, it doesn't matter what you think about Trump. He's your president, so you should respect him. He said that a few weeks, a few months ago. Kanye has said some things since taping this episode, uh, you know, uh, lining himself up with Trump in different ways. So it was interesting to see these two guys buddy buddy on the Family Feud set. Well, I got the impression that everybody knew everybody because Chris apparently is like really good friends with Steve Harvey's wife. So it's like these people were probably doing birthdays together and like holidays. They're probably invited to the holiday party. Maybe there's some invitations. I don't know if they're hanging. I mean, it's just Hollywood. You know what I mean? Like, you kind of get, you know, Hollywood. You got you to Who hang. knows? Who knows what's real in this reality world of ours? But uh, one thing we do know that is real is that Chloe and Kim seem to be in the fight. Whoa. <laughs> this was the, the, the whole, honestly, the story of this was the battle between Chloe and Kim. They went into a head-to-head, and they were shit-talking. I mean, Chloe was shit-talking 
Cam. It was it yeah. was it was crazy. And she then, would brought attitude in a way where she was like purposefully making Kim nervous. Yeah, well, she, she was trying to ruin Kim's time. Um, she is. She seemed to be about fifteen months pregnant at the yeah. time. She yeah. seemed like a woman on the edge <laughs> yeah. too. I was just waiting for her to spill some secret on yeah. that show. It was pretty wild. Uh, and um, it, the, uh, Kim won that. Yeah, uh, that head to head. Uh, and uh, it was interesting because it looked as though the way things were going, that the West side of the family was going to take this. And then it goes all the way down to the end of the show and the the Kardashians steal and they end up winning. Yep. And uh, it goes down to the final family feud moment that mm-hmm. when you have two members of your team. And so that's when Kendall like- and Chloe both come out to participate in the final family feud moment, whatever the hell that thing it's is called. It's called like 20 seconds or Something. flash round or, you know, you basically have 25 seconds, you and your partner, to answer five questions. And if you guys get... A certain amount of points. Yeah, a certain amount of points, then you win yeah. extra money. Cumulatively. So both of you will, you know, one person in a soundproof booth booth while the first member of your family goes and then they get their score and then you have to come out, but you can't say any of the things that they, all of the stuff that they guessed that went up on the board is off limits. So you have to guess a whole bunch of other different things. And something strange happens. They go to break, they come back and Chloe and Kendall are standing there. Chloe looks over at uh, Steve and goes, Steve. No, Steve said, guys, for the first time in celebrity family feud history, we're going to make, we're going to do something we've never done before. And right. then Chloe says, you know, since this means so much to Kim and Kanye. Well, we're, we're playing for the same charity. We're playing so for the every, same charity. We're, we're going to win no matter what. And this means so much to Kim and Kanye. Oh they want to play this so bad that we're actually going to let them do the final family feud challenge or whatever. You know what? I have to say it. I'll say it right now. These people are charismatic and watchable as fuck. Yeah. I understand their dynasty. They still seem like real people who I enjoy watching. You know, even Kim, you think at this point would be unwatchable, right? right? She's still fun to watch. Yeah, and it was fun even though they lost. Kim and Kanye come rolling out, big <laughs> grins. Kanye goes backstage. Kim goes first. And uh, they start playing the game. Kim does pretty well. Kim does well. Her first answer threw Steve Harvey so hard that he had to pause and reset the clock. Yeah. Because the first question was, on a scale of 1 to 10, how do you rate your sexiness compared to your coworkers? And Kim said 10. 10. <laughs> It's a 10. And then Steve was just like flabbergasted because I guess I guess what he's expecting people to say is seven or eight. Right. Well, because you're guessing what America thinks. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's interesting that Kim's like, well, most people think extremely highly of, of themselves like right. I do. So yeah. ten. And most then, people think they're the sexiest yeah. person. And Steve is like, you know, Steve stopped and he's like, you know, I, I think he was his moment was kind of like, well, normally I would be like 10, like. But you're Kim Kardashian. It makes complete sense that you would say 10 and right. you'd be right. right. So we're going to have to. He he actually stopped and he was like, guys, we got to actually put the time back on the clock right. and just say your answer again. Yeah. This is all up in the air anyway. Who gives a shit? We're breaking rules. So yeah. The, the, the favorite, my favorite part about that was that when Kanye went to answer that question, he also said 10. Yes, he also, <laughs> and you're not allowed to answer, but he knew, yeah, he's like, oh no, 10, definitely 10. 10. 10. And then it, the buzz went, which meant that she'd already said mm-hmm. that, which Kanye kind of like laughed at, and then he said five. He was like five, which was yeah. a good answer, right yeah. right down the middle. I believe the highest answer was eight. 
uh, eight was the highest answer. I think that, yeah, okay, that makes sense. That's what I would guess. I would guess seven or eight, just what America thinks. Um, and then they won the money for the charity, which was for the Los Angeles County Children's Hospital. Um, it seemed that everyone had a great time. I hope that Kim, Chloe, and, uh, you know, I don't know if Kendall was also involved in the little squabble, but I hope everybody made up. Right. And I'm glad to see that Kanye is out there in the world and enjoying himself, I guess. I, mean, I don't know. I worry about I I have so many mixed feelings about him. It's almost impossible to discuss him. Well, they're they're watching it every single night. I mean, this is coming Kanye had not really when this was being filmed, had not really shown his face in a long time. The, the last time we had heard about him before this, he was having mental issues. Like he had so a breakdown. This is, this so, is pre um, TMZ when pre, he went to TMZ yes. and said atrocious things. Yes, this him. That's him coming. That's his rollout for his albums, trying to get everybody. This is before that, and he was having some mental situations. And I can imagine, you know, they're not like hanging out probably that much. I mean, they're probably sitting at their house, watching a lot of Family Feud in yeah. the old home, yeah, and the big old home they have in Los Angeles. And just loving their lives, you know, and and they yeah. got to live out of fantasy. I mean, how many people get to live out of fantasy? Uh, just them, just those just two. Just them. Um, our friend uh, Megan, a couple weeks ago, she went to this private release party for Nas's new album, and Kim, Kanye West produced the entire album. It's called Nasir. Yeah, and Kim and Kim and Kanye were there, and it was a very small crowd. I think there was just like a hundred people invited to this party. So she was close to Kim and Kanye, and she said that Kanye was smiling ear to ear the whole time, and that's what he was also doing on Family Feud. So at least he's in good spirits. He's, I guess this is a good summer for Kanye. He's having a guy. He's having a good time. Except for what he said, which I don't know. Is he cancels him forever, maybe? Is, is he having issues with that? I don't know. I think we all do. <sighs> yeah. But, you know, is he? Okay. Which brings us to our next show, X on the Beach. Oh, we're going right. to talk about X on the Beach. Yeah, of course. Of okay. course we're going to talk about well, X on the prepared. Beach. I'm not prepared. Let me get my paperwork. Um, X on the Beach has been a a interesting season. It started off as a dud. Clearly, we need to lose Romeo. Um, I, Romeo as host is, is <laughs> I've never heard a host get their uh, get their introductions and their and their speaking roles so pieced together. Yeah, it's really just they like, can't show Romeo for one sentence. You really cannot. They have to cut away and then go to the studio in which he does some additional recording. It's a lot of voiceover. It's a lot of uh, cut scenes, cut back to back. Um, the the cast on X on the Beach has been truly hit or miss. Some of these people I never need to see again. Um, I never need to see Cameron again. Uh, some people I'm very glad I was introduced to. I'm glad we've got Faith. I've been, been enjoying her a great deal. Um, see, you're being introduced to Faith. I all I knew all about Faith because I'm a Pump fan. Was she really on yes, Vanderpump she, though? She is. The, she was on a few episodes. She is the whole story arc that this entire season pretty much followed was because she had sex with Jax. But are you getting faith on that show? You like got you're her getting the first her episode. Here. No, they would not allow her to be on that show. Okay, because she's very fun oh, on this show. Yeah, no, she's great. She's great. And, I, and and some of your intel, I mean, not not the big bomb we're going to drop in a few minutes, but, but is that she's actually being brought back for things, right? Yes, she's going to be on the next challenge, Final Reckoning. That's crazy. Yeah. To bring her into the she's, big fold, which I think is a good idea. She's got kind of got it all. She's good. She's a good talker. She kind 
kind of she she's dramatic and she's, she's not going to back down. And she's very pretty too. She's very pretty. She's definitely Nick's favorite on, <laughs> on the beach. He has mentioned a couple of times that like, she's you know, the prettiest. She's a, she's a you know I like I like Faith. She's yeah. good. I like Vanderpump. I support all Vanderpump. I'm in I'm into Faith for the personality. Someone who has grown on me tremendously is Angela. Could not stand her the four, first three four episodes. Now I'm I am starting to like her a little bit and even that moment of her um i did everything for you that moment when she was yelling at tori has grown on me as well i'm i'm finding that to be a sort of iconic moment and correct me if i'm wrong she also is going to be bringing it brought into the fold again yeah her and faith are paired up on this final reckoning because they're basically doing exes but not calling it exes fantastic um so then we have this Corey taylor and alicia drama so last week there was a huge fight Taylor spit on Alicia from the balcony. Um, I thought, you know, they led us to believe that that fight would continue into this episode, but it seemed to be more of them just talking about like the aftermath of it. Like, I can't believe she spit on you. And then everything seemed to be fine. I'm, I'm shocked that there wasn't a fight. I'm shocked that, you know, Taylor had, didn't have to leave the house for spitting on her. The whole story is not being told and I, I, it's infuriating me, but also, I'm tired of all three of these people. Yeah, I've, the story not being told, the full story, is kind of what I'm having the issue with because we're seeing Alicia, 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 because <laughs> um, I heard somebody call her Alicia on that show I think last that was this Mark. week. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm I'm noticing that the, it seems like the, the crux of the entire series is based on this storyline, and we're not seeing why Corey is to blame here. Something tells me like right before they Corey left to be on this show, he and Alicia were together and maybe Alicia had thought that they were like a complete item and then left and then all of a sudden everything changed him not expecting that she was going to show up on the show and now is kind of just hiding with No, with- but I mean you just did say exactly what we already know because they Alicia and Corey both have confirmed that they were together. Yeah, but like how much? But like how show. much? Though? She had just told him she loved him. Yeah, and like but did it he respond? Seems- like you know what I mean? Like why yeah. like, I feel like you know Cameron uh who is like Alicia's friend uh got in the middle in the middle of this a couple episodes ago and you want to know why? You know what I mean? Like it did. It was very strange. Okay, I want to address two things that you said, Corey and Alicia. I don't think, from my intel, that they were dating that long. I think that that is really the not that it matters how long people date. I mean, people get married after three months of dating together, but um, I think that maybe that is the only thing Corey has going for him is that it was the beginning of something. Right. Um. Second thing. Yes, with the Cameron fight. So the whole Taylor and Alicia, like that fight and Taylor spitting on her, that all was a result of another fight that was happening between Shanley and Cameron, where Cameron was going off about Taylor who wasn't in the room and she um, she he was going off about how easy she is. He was like yelling and screaming about what a slut Taylor is. She's in a whole nother room, whole nother part of the house. Shanley interjects and she's like, you're being a real dick right now. Okay. You sleep around with people too. Like, don't talk about a woman that way. You know, Shanley really came to bat for Taylor. And while that was happening, Victoria went and told Taylor and Corey, Hey, Shanley's like, sticking up for you right now in front of Cameron that's when Taylor and Corey came into the main part of the house and the fight between Taylor and Alicia happened here's the thing 
Cameron, we don't see what got Cameron so worked up. It's just the scene begins with him standing in the kitchen yelling and Shanley yelling back at him. There's no build up to that moment, which makes us feel like something's missing. Something is amiss. Yeah, I want to know what it is. We want to know. Um, what else do I have to say about this? I, I just, I wish, here's the thing also, like Taylor, everyone hates Taylor, duh, right? You don't spit on somebody ever. Now, the only, I, I, I was thinking about Taylor in the shower last night after we watched it, trying Naturally. to figure out, you know, what her role is here. Because on the one hand, someone could argue that she's being a reality television villain to, you know, do what she's done and alienated people and alienated the fan base like she has. Someone could say, oh, she's being the perfect reality television villain. But I don't think she is because she's boring. You know, she's not a Johnny who is being shitty but still has something that's watchable. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Johnny can be pretty boring, though, too. Okay, well, what do you think about this villain theory? Is Taylor, is she being a good villain? Is she? Is there anything redeemable about this this they're person. not showing Taylor do anything horrible. I mean, she had an ex show up, and that guy Joe showed up a couple weeks ago, and then she they, spit on someone. That's right. what she did. That was horrible. Uh, yes. Aside from that, though, I'm trying to see the lead up to the spitting. Oh, like, okay. where where can I find? It's only if the fact that she knew that Alicia and Corey were an item, and that she didn't care, and she was going to go and get her man any way she could. That's the way that this could be painted. That's not to her make... fault, though. She's not in a relationship. Well, this is what I'm saying. What's the story here, guys? The story is that she spit on somebody. Yeah, but what happened before that? Because it seemed like know. you know, it just because I want Cameron. More info. We, we don't know. We don't know. We want more info. But um, what's up, babe? We do know one thing. We do know one thing. Oh, is it time to drop the yeah, bomb? Yeah, I think oh, it's time. Okay. It's time. It's time to do it. Wow, 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 wow. I need everybody to go ahead and sit their butts down. Wait, no. Stand up. All right. Do, 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 are we going to have music? I, right. I don't even know how to drop this bomb. You guys, are you ready for this? Tell me when wait, I can do oh, it. Wait. Okay. Wait, hold we on. Do <laughs> wait, hold on. This is huge, guys. Wait, hold on. Reporting now, Ashley Brooke Roberts. Hi, Nick. I'm reporting live from the scene. You got to turn the music down. We're good. We're good. Okay, I'm reporting live from the scene to say that Chelsko and Tori had sex. Wait, what? <laughs> what did? Wait, hold on. You there must be more to this story. You're saying Chelsko of X on the Beach and Tori of X on the Beach had sex, but but they they weren't even really on the show that much. No, they were back at the hotels. It was the same night that Angela was licking chocolate off Derek's chest. Tori was in a hotel room on top of Chelsko, and that's the real tea, according to Angela. Okay. Nick, Nick, respond. Oh, boy. Uh, God, I thought it was going to be a lot more than this. I um, just want to know. I just want to give a, a shout out to Janelle um, Kudjo. Am I, do you think I'm saying that last name right? Um, sh- uh, Chanel Kudjo. Yeah. Janelle. Do what, yeah, Janelle. Janelle, sure. Janelle Kudjo. Listen, first off, this person on Twitter has a dead prez quote in their bio. Wow. Wow. I'm so into that. Ashley was in a Dead Prez music video. I once. was in a Dead Prez video. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing about music is when it hits, you feel no pain. Right. Um, very, very 
pumped to see that. Second great fact about Janelle, she's the one that confirmed this rumor. Yeah, That's she confirmed right. it. Okay, thank you so much, Janelle. She jumped in on Twitter and she said, Chelsko, is this true? And Chelsko said, oops, cat's out of the bag. Oh, her and Torai, huh? Yeah. Wow. It's a big deal. And they all just showed back up. All the exes just showed back up. So Who boy. knows what's going to happen. Guys, I hope that was worth it. <laughs> yeah, I really, I really hope Listen, you haven't been standing this whole time. I know that seems like we did a lot for just that, but you guys, Chelsea and Tori had sex. When I found out, <laughs> when Ashley last night woke me up out of my stupor to let me know that Chelsea and Tori made love off camera, I knew that the blowhards needed to know this. Yeah, we could not believe we couldn't it. We, I don't know what was going on, mm, but wild. it tickled us so much. Chelsea and Tori. And yes, we have watched many of Chelsko's music videos so on YouTube. So many of them. They're great. Um, but, you know, I would like to see Tori on a challenge. I'll yeah, put that out and there. and I wish he puts out a music video. Yeah. Chelsko and Tori should put out a joint music video. Or a vlog. I'll take a vlog. I'll take a vlog. Um, but anyway, that's the big news. That's the big news, and that's the show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you like us, please find us on Apple Podcasts. Rate us five stars say a little something nice it's something free you can do for us uh we don't make any money off this podcast so if uh you do that that's you doing your part and uh we really appreciate it It truly makes nick's day um he can't he can't even believe when it happens i love it and then um if you know if you do review us we'll give you a shout out Mm. on the pod also see it uh, if we see it. Also, uh, please tweet at us at Reality Blows. Email us. Reali- at Reality Blows Pod. At Reality Blows Pod. Good catch, mm-hmm. baby. Um, email us at Reality Blows Podcast at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at Ashley B. Roberts and Nick on Instagram at Nick Maritato. That's M A R I T A T O. And as always, may Romeo get his lines right. And please don't button up that shirt. Good night.